Hi there, I am Jen Vasquez, a marketing strategist helping female entrepreneurs go from feeling overwhelmed with trying to grow their business to successfully booking their ideal client. I do this by helping them to market their business with Pinterest and marketing systems to make their life and job easier. And I'd love to help you too. All right, let's get started. All clients ask me, you know, how can I make marketing easier? And of course, my first reply is going to be um, through repurposing content, because I think that that's something that people, very few people do, like either consistency, consistently or on a really big, big basis. Um, and so that's something I talk about quite a bit. But what I want to talk about today, which is sort of another area that you can tighten up everything that you do, is to talk about core content. Um, what is it? How can you use it to repurpose? And, and all of those things. So um, I have talked about a number of times my simple core content system, which is to create a blog post or a YouTube video or a podcast, whatever your like your uh, main contact contact content is um, the main way that you are putting content out. You have to have one thing, even if it's you don't have a blog post and you're on Instagram. I would encourage you to get a blog post, but if you're not, at a minimum, you're going to have Instagram and you're going to have a piece of core content. You're going to write content for a post or what have you, and then you're going to go from there. But um, core content content is even simpler than that. Okay. So when I'm talking about like your system of core content, that's one thing. What I'm talking about today is core content, which is really simple. It's content that aligns with your audience interests while simultaneously generating demand for your product or your service. So I'm going to repeat that again for those in the back. Um, core content is basically something that your audience is eager to learn about, and it also happens to be what you provide your service or your product. So for wedding folks in particular, um, obviously, if you're a wedding photographer, as an example, like myself, um, my core content is showing my service, which is you know, my, my um, sharing my images, right? But also education to couples. Um, and that's how my ideal client will find me on Google or social media or what have you, because that's the content that they're looking for. And FYI, that's what I'm selling, right? Um, it may be a blog of a wedding featuring um, like a wedding that I did, right? Everyone thinks that the well, not everyone, most people think that a blog is for the couple. And it kind of is. But really, in marketing perspective, a blog is simply for Google to learn more about you, understand what you provide, and push it out to more people that are going to be able to use it. So one mistake that I think wedding photographers or any wedding vendors can make in marketing is that they either, you know, write a blog for the couple or they're writing the blog for about them being a wedding photographer, right? And that, that wedding photographer 
keyword or tag or um, whatever you want to call it is extraordinarily hard to actually rank for. And so what we need to do, even if we're a traveling photographer, we need to identify the place that we're focusing on now, which, you know, I was a traveling photographer and I haven't traveled in the last two years for obvious reasons. That's just my choice. Um, And so I doubled down on San Jose wedding photographer, Silicon Valley wedding photographer, Bay Area wedding photographer, California wedding photographer, Northern California wedding photographer. So I'll go down south to Southern California um, and do Northern California. That's kind of my extent of travel, but I'm using every single keyword in there. And on top of that, if I happen to do, let's say a San Diego wedding, which I absolutely love doing San Diego weddings, I'm going to go ahead and focus that entire blog post about San Diego and the city and the area of San Diego. At the same time, you're going to be talking about the venue. Because when you talk about the city or the area and the venue in the title, as well as throughout the blog, then you're going to rank so much. So for instance, I had a client, I'm not even joking in, um, oh my gosh, it was back East. I think it was Ohio. She was a bride in Ohio. She was going to be getting married in the Bay area on a beach in the Bay area. I actually did an engagement session and talked all about that beach and that area in my blog post. And she found me on Google with a search and hired me from Ohio. So you can get clients anywhere as long as you focus on the area you're in. I have that happen all the time. I am fortunate. A lot of people come to the Bay Area to do um, engagement sessions or weddings or things or, you know, things like that. But what I'm saying is if you focus in that blog on the city and the venue, then Google's going to go wild for it. Um, and then let's say we're doing a blog, which I highly recommend for every single wedding pro. Um, I'm a wedding photographer, but I do education on wedding planning advice. Um, not telling people how to plan their wedding per se, but these are my three top blog posts, how to find a wedding photographer. Um, you're engaged now, what, how to pick a venue for the best images. And another one is how to pick your wedding date. Now, the reason why those do really well is because those, that content is typically what's searched before they hire a wedding photographer. So when you go to write a blog, you have to understand where your where your wedding specialty is in a hiring process. For instance, hair and makeup, sometimes they'll get hired right away, but oftentimes there'll be a venue and a photographer before there's a wedding and hair person, right? So Sometimes I will do a joint thing with a wedding or hair, a makeup artist in one of my blogs, and it captures anyone that's searching for a wedding or hair person at the same time that they're looking for a wedding photographer. And then they book us both, which obviously is like the the best. Um, So whatever your core content is, it's about the people that are 
going to be hiring you, right? What are the things they're searching for anywhere? Google, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, what are they looking for before they typically hire you? So that's what I consider core content. I might do blogs and things about other stuff, but it is really not geared toward getting found by people that are going to potentially hire me. If you have limited time, like most of us, um, you want to focus on the content that's going to get you more business, creating a pipeline of clients that are going to come in and, and talk to you and do consultations. That's, that is the whole goal of marketing. Now it makes our couples happy because they love to see their blogs, their, their, their information on our blog, and they tend to share it with a lot of family members. One of my most popular blogs was with a um, wedding party that had 10 people on both sides. And that gets a lot because every single one of them are sharing their, their blog because their pictures are in there. Right. Um, so getting it shared is awesome as well. So your core content, um, obviously a blog is so, so good. So I'm going to go with that as my example, as I finish this up, it is going to be a shorter one, but I will take questions. Um, from that core content, how do you repurpose it? Right? So as an example, I'm going to start with a blog of a wedding, just because I want sharing examples gives a better sort of understanding of what I'm talking about. So let's say I have a blog um, about Fortino Winery in Morgan Hill, California. The title of my blog is going to be that with a little up and down line and the bride and groom's name last. I'm not putting their names first because I want the city and the location and the venue to rank first. Then I'm going to maybe create a, uh, a YouTube slideshow of images to put on my YouTube channel. I'm going to create a reel of behind the scenes with the finished images. I may create a reel with all of the images like a slideshow. Um, that video can be then put on Pinterest. That video can be put on Pinterest. Uh, LinkedIn. That video can be put on TikTok. That video can be put onto YouTube, as we mentioned earlier. You can um, add that video to the blog. Short form video does incredibly great at keeping people on your blog longer. If you keep people on your blog longer, you have a better chance of ranking and a better chance of going out to more people. So add whatever you do on t on TikTok or YouTube or uh, Instagram to your blog also. And you can do that very simply by using code and embed that code of that video. It is very simple. If you have questions, let me know. Um, then you're going to go ahead and create an idea pin featuring the venue, right? If you've done any other weddings there, you can feature a bunch of different weddings at that venue. That insinuates that you photograph there all the time and that you have a ton of experience. Even if that maybe isn't the truth, maybe you did two weddings, but creating an idea pin um, can make it look like you have done more work there. Um, turn that information of the featuring the video. And when I say featuring the, the venue, you can also feature the bouquets, you can also feature everything. But again, I'm going for those venues. If you focus on the venue, any bride search for pictures at that venue and your information is going to come up, even if you're another vendor rather than a photographer. Then you're going to turn that information also into another reel. Uh, you can create an IG carousel post and whenever you do anything anywhere, whether it's a blog 
or Instagram or LinkedIn or what have you, it does take extra time, but tag every wedding venue uh, vendor that you have because your content will be shared far, far wider. And those wedding vendors are super, super grateful that you created content for them to share. Um, so create, and then you maybe create a venue guide on Instagram, adding all the images for that venue, because guides on Instagram are great for couples actively planning a wedding. Um, create a carousel on bouquets, as I mentioned earlier, including um, images from this wedding, but also images from other weddings if you want. Um, because people who are looking for bouquets, then you also will get seen as well. Um, you want to then go to Google My Business and add a review of the venue saying how much you loved photographing there and how wonderful this venue is and add your images, even if you're not a wedding photographer. A little tip to let you know, <laughs> um, as a wedding photographer, I typically contact all my wedding venues, wedding venue vendors, from my my um, questionnaire for my couples and i contact every single one of them and say i am so looking forward to meeting you and working with you or working with you again on this wedding with susie and phil um i do that ahead of time um i have had very 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 few wedding vendors contact me before the wedding and you can bet that those vendors are one of the first vendors that get all of my photographs so that they can share it far and wide because they were thoughtful right so if you are a, a wedding vendor and not the wedding photographer contact that wedding photographer before the wedding let them know that you're excited to work with them and that you'd love to help in any way as you have those conversations and for me at the wedding, I'll take behind the scenes uh, photographs of the, the florist setting things up. Takes a couple seconds. It makes them so happy. And guess what? They tag me. I never have a problem with wedding vendors not tagging me because of those relationships that I'm building. Um, next, you're going to, like I said, saying how great, how much you love that venue on Google My Business and sharing the images, even if they're not yours, because people go to that business when they're getting married at that venue and see who's worked there and what photographs are there to see what their wedding can look like. But then they find out that you're in their area. And oftentimes those people, Google My Business is how I find a ton of clients, FYI, if you have not used that. Um, and then I'll share any of the above information from time to time on my stories. So once I have created a reel, I'm going to share it on my stories every so often. Um, here's another great thing. If you go onto stories, um, there's a section that you can pull up old content that you've shared on stories and you can share it again. That does so incredibly well. And my um, wedding couples tend to refer me for many years going on because I do a post of them every single year saying happy anniversary and share it to my stories and reshare all the other images that I've had on my stories in that last, in those years past. Um, Anniversary posts are the best, by the way. Uh, so that's a huge long list, but that's still only just a few of the things that I do in terms of repurposing. And you can do this for each and every wedding. You'll never have to worry about content again. Um, then consider the education or advice that you're giving in a blog post. 
You can take that long list that I just went through about the wedding. You can do the exact same thing on wedding advice. You can use it as polls on your stories, like asking different questions like that. Any, and, and here's a, everyone says, well, I don't really know what education to blog about, especially if you're not a wedding planner, right? Um, ask, Call, call your favorite wedding planner and say, can I interview you on my blog? Because I really want to just ask questions and get your advice. Your couples are super stoked. And that wedding planner may also get hired as well if they're if you're getting hired too. Um, so you're going to take that and you're going to do the exact same thing and turn it into a ton of extra content for everywhere. And I don't even know if I forgot to mention this, but you're going to share this stuff everywhere, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, TikTok, every time you create a piece of content anywhere, you're going to also share it everywhere. Just as a reminder, um, typically each blog can create five to seven different Instagram posts. So if I have a wedding and I, um, I'm going to share maybe the wedding bouquet and talk about um, how many people love pink wedding bouquets. If I have an image of um, a creative way people have honored their loved ones who have passed away, I'm going to create a post about that. Whatever was unique about the wedding that you did, make sure, like I like to do um, voice notes on my drive home from the wedding because I will not remember. I, it's like a hangover after a wedding for myself. And so I'll do voice notes on my phone. And then when I go to write their blog, I pull up the vo voice notes and I have all kinds of things that have happened there. A another piece of advice on your content even if you have a questionnaire for your for your uh, couples, um, I also like to add to my blog posts my favorite part of the wedding, and it's different for every wedding. You know what I mean? Um, that that really makes the couples feel like you valued them and you joined into that those festivities. But it also gives you that different, unique point to talk about on all of social media. That's it for today. I hope you have a fantastic day. Get out there and do something good for your business. And if you get a chance, leave me a review or subscribe. I'd love you to come back.